What's going on, Breaking Barriers Podcast? What's up? Oh, I see you, red lip. I see you, red lip. <laughs> okay. Dreamy says she's going to get her main today. She's going to get her main. I started working from home this week, y'all. The first conversation with the adults. <laughs> what, Adrian, why are you oh. I don't know. But it look, I was finna say that makes sense, Drina, because I was about to say you look like you've been running from the sun. So you've been working from home all day. So every day. So you ain't getting none. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> oh my goodness. Listen, y'all. I am happy to be here because I do not feel good, but I'm here. Uh-huh. Me either. I, I never get sick. Me either. Is it congestion? What is it? What y'all have going on? Me, um, my my throat is my throat. Yep. And like, mucus out of nowhere. You got like yeah, it's like sore. It's you know what I'm saying. It's I don't know. Oh, my it just feels sore. yeah. Me too. It, it, but I'm I'm hearing that's going around. So it <laughs> it's is, not just you, it Didi. Is going, it is going around. I never get sick. Like literally me never. <laughs> I'm like, what in that world? I, I think it's the weather. Yeah, it gotta be. But you, you know, know what I'm saying. That's because you know, it's, it's May in Mississippi, and like normally, I mean, it's still chilly outside. Right. <laughs> right. It's it ain't just Mississippi. It's everywhere. Everywhere. It's here, too. Yeah. It's May, and, uh, you know, in the mornings, it'd be like 50. Yeah. 50 outside in the morning. Yeah. Hey, Stephanie yeah. J, let's go. Let's get it. Hey, well, Stephanie I'm J. Well, I'm going to introduce y'all. Um, we got a good show today. Uh, we got a lot of great topics to talk about today. We got a guest co-host coming on today. Um, and if y'all don't know, we are, we will be, this will be broadcasting on Black With No Chaser uh, radio. So if you don't have the app, download it, VWNC. Uh, it's an app, and I'll let you know what time will this audio will be available for you to listen to. Um, but I do want to introduce my co-host. We have Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Mr. GC, you already know what the business is. Mm-hmm. A- a.k.a. Hey, man. That boy, hey, that boy in his bag. 
<laughs> and then we have old sexy red over here, Miss Drina, aka Drina Dream, aka Drina finds out. Let's go. We gotta find out. We need the. We need all the business, all the tea. And then we have our hostess with the most going on all the time, Miss <laughs> D. Miss AKA the Core Queen. AKA, I'm in these streets, y'all. Mm -hmm. I am in the. I am outside. I'm we outside. Saw. <laughs> we saw. We saw. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we did see. We oh, saw. Man. And I, you know what, Adrian? Do, do not start. I all I said is we see. I ain't say nothing else. All I said is we see. I ain't saying nothing that nobody else ain't seen. Ain't nobody listen. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not even doing this with you today. Okay. I, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm hey. Not doing <laughs> well, I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and jump right on into our <laughs> topic because I'm not fooling with Adrian today. Okay. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So, and I, I'm mad you know my team playing right now. So, we're going to talk about NBA playoffs. But my Sixers are playing right now, so I'm missing them. So, shout out to the Sixers, the, the, you know, all things Philly. What y'all think about these playoffs so far? Oh, Philly up 40 to 26, if you just wanted to know. Yeah. In the okay, second well, let's go. Embiid already got 11 points. All right, all right. I see you. Um, what I think, oh, uh, I, it's it's a weird playoffs. Um. I think Tico, that what you, wait, Tico, what you see? Talking about you seen too. What you see? What I do? What did I post this week? Lord, what y'all talking about? I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I ain't gotta say nothing. I, I ain't saying nothing that everybody else see. But Didi don't want me to go there, so I'm just keeping. I was good this week. I even spoke at the church. <laughs> I don't think that's what we talking about. But anyway, um. <laughs> So I, I don't know. Um, this is weird because I feel like everybody that's still in the playoffs right now can win. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever felt that way. You know what I'm saying? I feel like any one of these teams right now can win the ship, except for the Knicks. I'm sorry, Knicks fans, but they're the only team. I don't know how they still in it, but uh, everybody else, <laughs> they still got a shot. Knicks finna lose. They finna be going home. I don't, I, I don't know what he's talking about. Glory Green. Yeah, the Knicks need to go. They. Uh, uh. <laughs> Adrian, what is he talking about? What what are we talking? I am so lost. Really, you know what he's talking about? No. <laughs> I don't need I'm so lost. So I'm keeping it to the sports, man. You know. So okay. you can't accuse me. <laughs> so I nothing today. I'm on my best behavior, at least for the trending topics. Uh-huh. I bet. Yeah, I'm excited about these playoffs. It's, it's, it's actually something to watch. Um, no blowouts and everything coming down like to the last minute or going overtime. So I'm excited about it. Oh, man, that's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, one thing I will say though, that's kind of irritating, and I guess I, I guess I should be used to it at this point. If LeBron James, I I love LeBron James, but if he get to that basket and dish that ball out one more time, I think I might <laughs> put my TV outside. Hey, <laughs> LeBron like to get his folks involved. No, dude, you right there. Shoot the ball. Like, what are you doing? That be making me so mad. <laughs> so <laughs> like yo, oh my god! Oh, god. don't start and talk about let's go Lake show. You sound like my son. Uh -uh. Well, I do want them to be Golden State, so I'm with you on that. I do want the Lakers to be Golden State. <laughs> he said Lakers and six. <laughs> Look, 
Well, for our next trending topic, I do have two videos because I thought they were equally important to watch. One was strictly for entertainment because I just thought it was funny. And the other one actually has some good points. So we're going to listen to the funny one first. Because, <laughs> you know, for some reason, your girl, Tasha, I mean, uh, Ebony K. Williams is still trending. Oh. She, won't, she won't date a bus driver thing. She's still trending. But your boy, Dr. Umar, done stepped into the conversation. He had some stuff. He needed to get off his chest. Yo. Erica K. Williams. What, what's the sister who was on there with Charlemagne and Envy today? Very well-spoken sister. What's her name? i seen her. What's the sister's name, brothers and sisters? Ebony. Ebony K. Williams. Well-spoken sister. She made some great points, but dear Ebony, that's not what you was talking, sweetheart. That's not what you was talking. You was on some talented bullshit. And you tried to take it back to the community this morning, sister. See, we can't talk out both sides of our mouth. We can't talk out both sides of our mouth, sister. We can't talk out both sides of our mouth. I didn't disagree with much of what you said today, but that's not what you said the other day, sister. You was talking down to working class blacks. You are a bourgeoisie. You are a bourgeoisie feminist, and I hope to God you wasn't engaged in a white man, because I thought somebody said you was engaged to a white man. Eric Ebony, I better not find out your ass was swimming in the milk. If I find out your ass was swimming in the milk, I'm going to lose a lot of respect for you, sister. Because what that tells me, if you were with a damn Neanderthal snow puppy, then you're telling me, at the end of the day, you are trying to condemn black men to justify dating white. If you are an interracial dater, if you are a bunny hopper, then what you are telling me is your whole diatribe, your whole rant against black men driving the bus was a justification so you can date a white man. I hope that ain't the case. I hope that ain't you. <laughs> said neanderthal snow puppy what swimming in the milk it was a swimming in the milk for me <laughs> wait look at daniel nah it was the neanderthal snow puppy for me as well whoa OMG. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god oh I feel you, Joy. I do, but he got yeah, some I, sound bites for you, though. I was... yes. <laughs> the fact that he even trying to get a school bill, hey, I ain't mad. Whatever. Um, listen, how <laughs> many racist terms he gonna throw out? Everyone he could think of, he dug up for that. Oh. He found every. <laughs> Yo, Dr. Umar is hilarious to me. But okay, now I'm gonna play an actual video. <laughs> that I thought lended a lot of um, data that I thought was missing from all of the conversation that had been going back and forth about this whole bus driver thing. So I'm gonna play this video by Paradise. <laughs> I'm gonna play her video, cause you know, when they, pull her, when they put her in her bag, she goes in her bag. 
Leaves and her hot take about why she went a bus driver slid across my desk. So let's go ahead and get straight into it. Ebony, if this reaches you, I do want to be the first person to tell you they're not upset at your preference. They're upset at the fact that you're a hypocrite. And I'm kind of perturbed that you couldn't understand it as a lawyer. However, I'd be more than happy to break it down to you. And I did go ahead and take my notes. First things first, you can't speak for black men on behalf of them unless you are a black man. Although we are black women and we stand next to them, we share very different, even mirrored experiences here in America. Let's get that out the way secondly all of us ain't on your side as a black woman shout out to the young anywho since she brought it up we're going to stick to the topic which is black culture and education tailored specifically around black men and boys and a few key terms to remember in my lesson today is going to be average hypocrisy bigotry coddling and white supremacy let's go ahead and run the numbers and the definition shall we bus drivers on average make anywhere from 30 to fifty-five thousand dollars. they do need a cdl which could be considered a higher form of education in 2021 they made on average Average $37,540. Keep that in mind. On average today, a man who is black with an associate's degree makes $34,930. And if he has a master's or higher, he makes approximately, on average, $53,340. A 2012 study was done where it revealed black boys specifically from kindergarten to college receive harsher punishments, lower grades, and lesser attention in the educational system despite their socioeconomic background. Those numbers still hold true today. In 2023 this year, Jalen Brown wrote an article on CNN and posted it cited by the Lumina Foundation of Higher Education where it implicated black people actually have the lowest completion rates of any higher education or certificate programming due to racial discrimination being the first one or any other racial group so what you're speaking to is actually white supremacy and redlining per the definition of bigotry it states obstinate or unreasonable attachment to a belief opinion or faction in particular prejudice against a person or on the basis of their membership of a particular group in this particular situation you would be considered a big ebony per the studies that i gave that wouldn't be considered calling at all it's actually called systematic racism and the prison of pipeline system was bred from it along with the fact i find it Kind of ironic that you have all of these standards for black men on this elitist mentality, Sir Bergios and better. However, you chose to almost get married to a white man. And the only reason why it didn't work out is because he chose his kids over you. Hmm. And I'm really not the one that this preferences or standards that people have for oneself. But I will say that the merit of you trying to gas like those men was kind of impeccable considering the fact you called them all C and D average students and you insinuated that you know exactly why they behave the way that they do or chose the profession that they chose. Um, and also, as far as the <coughs> massaging of the feelings, I'm really not one to massage feelings. So I hope you didn't take this to heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there we have it. Hmm. Daniel wanted y'all to know he got zero percent Neanderthal. Look, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The, Thank, yes, the doors of the church are open. We will collect the offering because Paradise Paris read her for filth with data to back it up. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sick of hearing Ebony K. Williams talk about this anymore because at this point, all she keeps trying to do is try to act like her preference is her preference. No, you tried to use that as a standing point to down black man, and I don't like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Moving right along. 
what you know we've been asking for verses for a long time long time we didn't ask for this versus <laughs> this battle with chris brown and usher how they get the fight in child at the lovers and friends concert child from my understanding it was a usher threw chris brown a surprise birthday party <laughs> at a skating rink and it happened but We'll never know what really happened unless somebody has a footage because I don't think either one of them will ever come out and talk about it. I, yeah, all I heard was somebody, they said Chris Brown was calling Tiana Taylor out of her name. And I don't know, somebody hit Usher in the nose. I, I was like, well, where was the woman's husband? I'm confused. This don't make no sense. Yeah, so apparently what they were saying, y'all remember when um <laughs> right. <laughs> so y'all remember when they said basically she was supposed to perform with him when he was supposed to honor Michael Jackson, the performance right. that he canceled. And mm -hmm. so she was doing the movie that she did. I don't know if y'all seen it, but it's actually a pretty good movie if y'all haven't seen it. I saw the trailer. A thousand something. I don't know. <clears throat> I actually went and saw it. It was very good. I was actually surprised how good it was, but it was a very good movie. Y'all get a chance. Go check it out. So when she was filming the movie, she ended up backing out of the performance. And so when she backed out of the performance, apparently they canceled the performance when she backed out. So he was mad about that. And so here she is showing up. I would think that she wouldn't know that he was mad at her, right? About it, or he felt some kind of way if she going to show up to his party. But I'm like, once again, at the same time, that's a female. Also, I look at it like this as well, too. Um, you know, because everybody like I, I seen some comments about it. You know, people like, well, I mean, hey, he was trying to go to his tour bus. He trying to walk away. That would be the same thing that I'll be trying to do for my friend. Calm them down like, yo, it's your party. Enjoy your time. Don't even worry about it. We'll handle it. You know, and I would talk to my friend, you know, to the side. I wouldn't expect my friends entourage of people to jump me if that's my friend because we've all heard how usher talks about chris brown that's my little brother i love right. him i love his music he's never said one bad thing about chris brown right so i would think that he would feel like hey let me you know it is his birthday i'm throwing you the birthday party you know what i'm saying i'm hosting it for you and everything i would have done the same thing but like i said to think that his people would jump on him is another thing so I don't know, man. It's just another situation that Chris Brown is in that makes him look bad. Um, you know, people tend to stand, stand up for Chris Brown because they love his music. But wrong is wrong. Right is right. If me and you brothers, unless I put my hands on you, I don't understand why you are your people. Because I, I doubt Chris Brown hit him. I'm pretty sure it was probably right. his people's. Right. But even still, like, you know what I'm saying? That'd be like, if me and you, DD, we got into it, and our people was like trying to get like nah this my family like you go like first and first off you fired get the, get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying like this is my people's like we we talking don't i i know you you got a job but that ain't your job this, right. this ain't the person that you need to be getting into it with and help people like we gonna right. talk things through and we gonna handle what we need to handle yeah. i'm disappointed because they too old for this you know what i'm saying chris brown ain't a kid no more chris brown's yeah. in his 30s you know what i'm saying and and that's 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 just childish behavior. And so sometimes you want to stick up for him, but it's like, bro, 
I don't know how many times this this situation is going to happen over and over. You know what I mean? For us to say, it's you, bro. It's you. It's you. He, he, he you know, I, I ain't trying to diagnose nobody with no addiction, but uh, he displays literally cokehead <coughs> tendencies. Like, that's cokehead behavior. Like, I don't know. Cause what 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 wasn't it the well I didn't watch the video but I saw that the next day or something another incident happened and he was in it and he was engaged in that too so I don't know some people say he was trying to de-escalate the situation some people say he started it I don't know but it's like it's always he's in some type of altercation with people all the time and then I wonder how if if a husband was there would he re reacted the same way you know what I'm saying. Would he have reacted that same way towards her? Would he have been, you know, no. been mad and, no. and, and and going off if, if Iman was there? Probably and, not. And that's why I want to see the footage. It's crazy that there's no footage out there because Tiana Taylor from New York, she gutter. So I'm sure it just didn't, you ain't just call her no bitch. And that, that was just it. I know that didn't happen that way. Because um, they, they leaked something. I mean, of course, it's only like, what, 10, 15 seconds of, you know, Usher basically kind of telling them to go on she's sitting over you know he like f you i don't know it you know and he walking off i uh, you know it's like 10 15 seconds i saw that that was the only thing that i saw um but once again they said uh, usher knows all bloody this and that but he performed the next day so it, right. it couldn't have been that big of a deal i mean you yeah. know what i'm saying it couldn't have been that big of a thing um so i don't know I don't, I don't know either, chat. I, I don't know. Um, so well, I was about to say grandpa's going wild, <laughs> but uh, but I just wanted to say that to segue into the next topic. Because <laughs> why in the world is Robert De Niro have a new baby at seventy nine mm. years old? Mm. Mm. Hey man, that's, <laughs> really? the, new, that's the new thing. When? When was that new? Why? Hey man, these old dudes out here skeeting and beating. That is so selfish to have a baby. Oh, it's a baby mama. How old is she? We know he like black women, so I know. <laughs> She's like I know. His his first daughter is actually her name is Drina. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like the baby's not even really gonna know the dad unless he lives to be a hundred. Shut up. 64. Boy. I know you're you serious. I gotta <laughs> No, I'm not even playing with him. Yeah. He cannot, she cannot be. <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Like, that's so selfish. I, I just think it's selfish. And God, and I hope the baby don't look old. You know, <laughs> no Oh, he said he's serious. The, the, the mom is 64. Why? That that's unacceptable. I'm sorry. This, this is unacceptable to me. I, I don't know. Six, if I had a baby, it's so if he even attempt, if he could live, if he lives to 100 years old, you gonna be what 98 at the 97, 98 at the graduation? When is that lady gonna go through menopause? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> they might have had a surrogate. Well, no, they might have just no. They still, she still need an egg. Hmm. And she ain't got none. 
That's that's weird. I don't. This ain't making no. This this ain't adding up. Mm. I don't know. Just leave my ovaries out of it. That's all I know. Anyway, we're going to our icebreaker topic, y'all. All right, here we go. What celebrity have you ever thought you could pull? All of. <laughs> That's your answer, Didi. All of them. Mm -hmm. Who would you? When we say pull, when we say pull, what, what do we mean by pull? Like get them to be like in a relationship. Oh, or at least go on a date. Oh, all of them. That's easy. But which one would you want, though? You know who I want. <laughs> you don't want to say it? I gave up on him, though. I don't give up. up. I gave up on my dream. Don't give up. David Banner. He probably going to see this. I gave up. I don't know. Let me see. Let me pick another one. Who would you, who you think, Drina? Mine is Wood Harris. Wood Harris? Who was that? Wood Harris, uh, Ace from Peyton Fool, from Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. Oh, what's the what's the dude name? Because I, I was just looking at him yesterday. Um, on on uh, what is it? Ghost Powerboat Two. Oh yeah. He played Kane. The oh the the young guy. Uh, the brother, I mean Monet's son. Yeah, the dark skin one. Yeah. Ooh, child. My God. I forget his name. He played. Didn't he play Bobby Brown? <laughs> yeah. She said, "Why are you giving up on Mr. Mississippi?" <sighs> right now, you know, I don't know. I ain't gonna give up all the way. <laughs> John said, "Gabriel Dennis. Who is Gabriel Dennis? I don't know who that is." Adrian, who who you think you could pull? Um, I'm I'm. I, hmm. So it's a couple of them that I could have pulled, um, you know, before they were who they are now. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say their names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, no, seriously, there are two that um, I, I could have, but uh, I, I was in my twenties, so I, I wasn't ready. Um, you know, for a relationship. Y'all know how I feel about how when I was in my twenties where my mind was. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was actually two that are Are you gonna tell us who they are? Nah, I ain't gonna say their names. Oh, why are you telling us that then? <laughs> I ain't gonna say their names. <laughs> Next time. Okay, well Okay, so um, you gotta give us one name. <laughs> Not of those um, people, but somebody. Well, but I well I'll say this. Um so it, well one reason why I don't want to say their names is because they're married. Um <laughs> so, in, in in Atlanta. Um one lives in Atlanta, one lives in LA. Um but uh who now? Like I, I think I don't know now, but I don't I guess cause I don't even think about it. And I can't tell y'all the names. So, so why was the, what was the point of even telling the story? <laughs> because he know he could have. Because I could. You have. don't care if he gonna tell us. 
because I'm eight. Dizzle. Right, like that long ago. You you were hundred years old. You talking about your twenties? Who cares? <laughs> what you mean? Hey, Hold hey, up! Hey, Whoa! A teaser means you're gonna tell us. Jin Jin, what does that mean? I'm first off. First off, you I'm not a hundred. If it was that long ago, it doesn't matter. Twenties are null and void once you're thirty plus. Absolutely. Man, nobody cares if you're in your twenties when you're forty. <laughs> give us, give us their initials, then, Adrian. Man, nobody got time for that. Next exactly. topic. Next topic. Right. <laughs> Next topic. We got a guest waiting to come on, and we ain't got time for Adrian and shit. Exactly. My shenanigans. Let's move on. What restaurant is overrated? A lot of them. We got to say one. Ruth Chris is disgusting to me. I I'm going to keep it on a lower place. level. I'm going to keep it on a lower level. Chick-fil-A. Of the fast food restaurants, I wouldn't say so. Chick Fil A. I mean, I it's overrated. I, I but I I guess it's overrated to me because one, I'm not eating no McDonald's. I'm not eating no Wendy's. I'm not eating Burger King. I'm not eating Taco Bell. So I I feel like Chick Fil A overrated. I rather. First off, I'm not even eating one of their chicken sandwiches. I don't even like, and, and maybe because I'm not really big on chicken sandwiches like that, they they mid to me. Like they chicken sandwiches. What you get so when you mid. go? Chicken nuggets. Oh. And they mid too. So. Uh, well, childhood state. Why didn't have Chick Fil A when I was a kid? I don't remember Chick Fil A being around when I was a kid. We didn't. We got one in the mall when I was in high school. I think. But even then, I don't think I ever went there until I was an adult. Arby's? Um, I never heard anybody talk about Arby's. No. No one ever says, yo, let's go to Arby's. Let's hit, yo, let's go to Arby's. Never have I ever. Well, it's this food that. blogger, huge uh, on the internet. He raved about the Arby's fish sandwich. Hmm. And it's okay. I don't think it's that great. All right. I think... Olive Garden is disgusting. <laughs> um, I like they salad and breadsticks. I don't care for um Five Guys. Get out! Get out! Show over. I don't it's like a it. Done deal. It's over. Like Shut it. down, Didi. We done. Five Guys got better burgers than every one of them restaurants. Well, I don't eat beef, so I don't even know what they taste like. So I can't help you. They be greasy. I don't no, eat beef. If I go they get fries, a but I love greasy fries. Yeah, I don't like their fries either. Yeah. Show over. Next, yeah. next topic. I haven't eaten beef since 1999, so I, I, I can't help you. I, beef is the best. <laughs> she said five guys and the six guys, they are definitely overrated. Man, she just, she just tripping on me. Just, just tripping on me. Stop. Yo, that's funny. Five guys. And Red Robins is overpriced but not overrated. Okay. Got the best burgers. What? Who? Where y'all going? What five guys y'all <laughs> go to? Come out the season ain't the meat ain't season. Mm. Hey man, hey, hey, they bussing, they bussing. You hear me? They bussing. All right. 
Y'all used to that cheap meat. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all got to mm -hmm. stop eating that cheap meat. All of it's cheap and cancer causing, so don't eat it at all. How about that? Hey, Didi, guess what? Ain't nobody eating no salmon all the time. Exactly. I am. Smelling like salmon. No, it tastes like pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> they give you old school <laughs> I like Red Robin's turkey burger. <laughs> ain't no ain't no such thing as a turkey burger. Okay. Sure. For for lunch. For their breakfast food? For their brunch? First watch is nasty. For I ain't never heard of it. Yeah, don't even worry, it's nasty. Because you in Mississippi. <laughs> buffalo Wild Wings is disgusting. Yeah. I don't care about Buffalo Wild Wings. I only eat the uh the the honey barbecue and the the Asian zing. I, don't I just get the potato wedge. The potato wedge. I don't even go in there no more. <clears throat> oh, that food is nasty. She said the, that million dollar bacon. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Mm, oh, y'all on, on that first watch. Yes, Buffalo Wild Wings is disgusting. Come on, y'all. Stop. Stop the cat. Damn, damn, you talking about all chicken wing places suck? Really? Yeah, maybe the franchise ones do. I don't know. Oh no. He said he hasn't had Buffalo Wild Wings since 2005. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't had it in a while either. All right, well, what about time? You like what? I said typically like fast food wings. I typically do wing stops. But most of when I eat wings, I, I eat them at an actual restaurant. Because they big. Um Lito's, well, Lito's is regional. So Lito's pizza, they got these jumbo wings. And they put that sweet baby rays on there. Who you talking about busting? You hear me? They probably nasty. You a lie. <laughs> Don't play me. I'm trying to tell you. So you know how you bougie on 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 beef? I'm super bougie on chicken. I'm gonna you tell y'all like right like now. I don't. I'm bougie on chicken. Like you, you can't just sneak any type of chicken by your boy. I'm bougie on chicken. That's why I say Chick Fil A mid. Cause I'm bougie on chicken. I'm I don't eat a lot of chicken anyway, so. I'm super boo. I'm picky on chicken. If I'm picky on anything, it's chicken. I'm super picky on chicken. Chicken make me nauseous sometimes, so I'm, I don't really eat that much. You hear me? That sweet baby Ray sauce. If anybody know about that sweet baby Ray's, let me know in the comments. <laughs> I got y'all. Sweet baby Ray's. Look it up. Bussin'. Well, we're going to get into our main topics. I'm going to introduce our guest co-host because I'm actually very intrigued by him and I want to learn about these 12 P's of dating. Maybe I'm doing this shit wrong. I don't know. And I'm joking. I don't give You know, I don't care about dating. But uh, <laughs> Stop the cap. I, I, Stop don't, the cap. I, don't, I don't need to date. I just pick who I want and they they fall in line. But um, <laughs> let me stop. So we have Mr. John, the love Dr. Porter. He is a transplant to the middle Georgia area. He grew up in Detroit, what up, Joe? And Gary, Indiana. And he's a proud graduate of the Fort Valley State University. Okay, Fort Valley. I used to go, I used to go out to that campus sometimes when I was stationed at Warner Robins. He's an active member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity. Oh shit. The bros. Oh hell. 
<laughs> He's also a proud father to an amazing queen. John is a 20-year law enforcement officer, and he mentors several young men in the community. And his fortitude, his servitude reflects his simple model of we all are called to serve. John is the author of The Love Doctor's Guide, The 12 P's of Dating. He created his own version of 12 P's of Dating for people that's experiencing challenges while dating or starting a new relationship. He's trying to motivate, empower, reassure, and give some insight and hope to someone that's trying to navigate while dating when the dating pool has pee and poop in it. Oh, shit. Y'all welcome John, the love doctor, Porter. Hey, John. Thank you for having me. How y'all doing? Good. Good. How are you? I'm glad. We are so happy to have you today. Um, oh, man, I got to do something real quick. Look, now he want to look, look, he's scared. He's scared. No, okay. I'm excited because I am not familiar uh, with uh, oh, What is he? What was, he was oh. that's, why that, that's why I say you. <laughs> that's exactly why I say you. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't with y'all. Here we go. Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord. Look, we are excited to have you today, John. Um, Listen, I'm thankful to even be here. Absolutely. I'm excited to learn more about your book because I have no clue what the 12 P's of dating are. I probably have broken all the rules of dating, so who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we all have. <laughs> So please give us a rundown or just tell give us a spiel about the book. We want to talk some dialogue. We talk a lot about relationship stuff here on our show. Um, and we're just excited to have you. So let us know what it's about. So what kind of inspired me to write the book, I was in the hospital in 2021. And the Lord and I had COVID. And the Lord told me, say, son, you're going to write a book. And I immediately started thinking, that it was going to be a story about my life and how I overcame everything. Um, but then I realized I was still working in law enforcement and it's still some stuff that I uh, really couldn't talk about. So during this time, during the pandemic, I kind of created the moniker of the love doctor. And with the love doctor, it was patterned after one of my favorite comedians, Corey Holcomb. Mm -hmm. who used to be on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show and used to give the absolute worst dating advice. So I kind of created the moniker and started with the jokes, kind of taking up where he left off. But I would also throw something a little positive in there as well. As time went on, I realized it was more positive. People needed more positive instead of more of the jokes. So I kind of started focusing more on the positive material, but still kind of kept it light. And even during that time, uh, just trying to engage during the whole pandemic. Well, lo and behold, I caught COVID again last year in May and had been forced to sit down. And so the Lord said, well, you need to write this book on relationships. So I said, okay, well, I do have 38 years experience of dating and all that good stuff. So one night when I was just focused, I finished the book and it's been Listen, it's been a blessing to so many people, the testimonies that I've been getting. And I just want to give people hope, you know, in this dating scene in the 21st century, when mm. it appears to have poo and pee and poop in it, there's still hope. 
And if you follow these 12 Ps, I'm pretty sure you'll be successful while you're out here dating. And this is part one of three. I'm almost finished with the second part. I'll be dealing with the 12 Ps of relationship. And once I get married, me and my wife is going to finish the last installment, the 12 Ps of marriage. Okay. All right. I hear you, John. Okay. So what is uh, some things that you can kind of talk about that you see as an issue that's happening right now in the 21st century in dating? I think a lot of times what I'm seeing now, people, I can remember, I'm going to use my mom and dad as an example. My mom and dad were married 40 years until my mom passed away. And just people in, in the everyday wasn't peaches and cream. You know, they had their issues. I think now we're living in a microwave society when people want what they want right then, right now. And they get so they, they get so infatuated with people and they don't take the time to get to know that person. They don't have they don't establish that solid foundation and really try to be their friend first and try to get to know them. And you have social media, you know, it's easier to meet people. And sometimes people just don't want to do right. <laughs> okay. Um, and I see that you mentioned that. Um, so you, you believe that there is pee and poop in the dating pool. And I hear that all the time. There um, is. There is. But unfortunately, there's a lot of good people. You just have to kind of sift through the BS to try to, you know, navigate yourself. And, and like I said, dating doesn't have to be an arduous job. Dating is supposed to be light. You're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to be getting to know each other. And you just, that's what that is. It's just dating. I, I think sometimes people hop in relationships too fast without getting to know this per, the person. And that's a recipe for disaster. So let but, me ask you this, um, because... I, I do believe that there is pee and poop in some dating pools, but I think there are multiple dating pools. Because, if, for instance, if I were to ask Lori Harvey what her dating pool looks like, it's crystal clear. She got plenty of options and they all rich. Right. But if I was to ask my homegirl, she going to say it's piss and poop in the dating pool all day, every day. Right. So, and, and I also believe that the dating pool that you're in, you're in it. So you're peeing and pooping in it too. So are you making it better or are you making it worse? So the options, I mean... What? Well, Lori Harvey has her set of problems too. Absolutely. I'm just saying which which what her outlook would be on the dating pool. She right. would say her options are great. Right. She got the pick of the litter. Right. But it's still pin pooping the pick of the litter too. I'm just saying what she would say. Like her, if you would ask her if it's pin poop in the dating pool, she probably wouldn't think it is. Right. Because she can go pick what we think are great men. I don't know these people, but <laughs> right. But, you're absolutely but if, if you ask the next hood chick, she gonna say, "Somebody told me the other day that average women have their hot. They ask for the, the most. They ask they their standards are so high, but they're average. And then they go and say that the the dating pool has pee and poop in it, even though they're not willing to change anything about themselves to make the outcomes that they want better. Right. I I think um a lot of times when you're dating. Oh, wow. And I actually was just about to say that. Uh, that's actually my significant other chiming in. She said, are they dating for preference or purpose? Mm. And there's a difference when you mm. date preference and purpose. Uh -oh. And I think a lot of times people get caught up. And we're and uh, we going to be honest. We, we all grown here. 
Uh, women, a lot of women are looking for the three sixes, the six figure, the six foot, and six inches. Uh -huh. And, you know, they have this ideal person that they have in their mind and they don't want to settle and they miss out on a good thing that's purpose driven. So I'm so tired of sh shifting. <laughs> yeah, you have to you, listen. Unfortunately, in this thing called life, you have to kiss a couple frogs in order to find that <laughs> Prince John. <laughs> that's just that's just life. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go through the bad in order to get the good. But and sometimes you got to do some self-reflecting. Like, what is it in you that's repelling the good people from coming to you? Right. Because if you, you keep dating the same person in a different body, it got to be something in you <clears throat> that's causing that. Right. I totally agree. I know three years ago, I was just getting out of a relationship. And I went back and talked to all of my exes. And I asked them the same question. What could I have done differently when we were together? And what would you tell the young lady that I'm dating currently now? Mm. And that was part of my self-reflection because I knew it was certain stages. I knew, like I said, timing is everything. I know part of that was my immaturity. And, you know, like I said, a lot of people say they've had bad relationships. I can honestly say that I had wonderful women that I've dated it was me. Mm -hmm. It was because of the timing I was in. It was because, you know, uh, I wanted to play around a little bit. And, you know, I had to grow up and mature. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Self-reflection is a must. You have to be honest with yourself. And, and here's the deal. Once you realize what's going on with you, you have to face it in order to fix it. Mm. And you yeah. have to be with yourself. Somebody asked a question, which I was going to get to, because you mentioned dating and having fun. Can you explain what you what you define as dating? Because a lot of people say you should date multiple people. And some people say you should only date one person at a time. And it's all these different terms going around when it comes to dating. And does that mean sleeping with multiple people or you just dating them? <clears throat> you have to keep the lines of communication open with the people that you're involved with while you're dating. Dating is just that. dating get to know each other, to find out what you're interested in. If you're dealing with un any unresolved problem, just kind of getting to know that person. And then, you know, if you decide, okay, well, I want to take it to the next level. Let's try doing the courtship. And during the courtship, you know, you're still getting to know each other, but you're spending more time together. Things could be a little bit more intimate uh, because there's levels to this. And then, you know, you have the exclusivity. Once you all say that you all aren't dating anyone else, guess what? You're not dating each other. Mm -hmm. So it just depends on what it is that people are looking for. I say keep the lines of communication open. If you're dating multiple people, say that. Mm -hmm. and, and just because you don't want to mislead people into thinking that you're the only person that's dating because that causes confusion. It, that's what I've been noticing. And that's what people have been saying to me. I, I agree. Rena, Adrian, y'all got questions? No, I'm just really listening to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. 
because um I don't like just I think the, the the difference now in dating is like you said the communication isn't there at all. Like people are just moving. They're not they're not communicating at all. You just end up in something. And right. there's no clear definition of what it is and you just happen to the girl might think that she in a relationship and the guys like no we're not. Like it's just <laughs> it's, it's no intention behind yeah. the dating anymore. Right. You you said the keyword intentionality. And it, like I said, you have to date. Dating should be light and fun. You should be having fun. It shouldn't be this serious, you know, until you are really, really get to know each other. Take mm -hmm. the time to get to know each other before you hop into something. And and especially, and, and but I know everybody growing is going to want to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. But I, while you're dating, I would leave sex off the table. Because that's how you eliminate who ain't serious, right? And because there is a such thing as soul ties, oh. which oh. is a whole nother issue, a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Listen, Father God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Lord, help us, Father. We need help. Yeah, I think I think part of it too is it's a difference, like. Especially in the past, especially if we want to look at the previous generation. If a man was chasing you, he was chasing you with intention. If a man wasn't chasing you, he just wasn't trying to be with you, right? I think that, you know, now you don't know the difference between that, especially for a woman. You know, a man could be chasing you heavy now, and all he wants is your draws. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? Where typically, if a man was chasing you, like putting in effort, taking you out, you know, he was really like, that's who I want to be with. And I think that's kind of one of those changes, you know, over the years that men will do all of that and not even want to be with you. It's like, um, okay, I got the draws. I'm moving on. You know what I'm saying? There was a clear cut definition, I think, in the past from dating, courting, right? I used to call mm -hmm. it courting. And now it's like, there's no rules. There's no rules. There's no regulations to it. Like dudes you would think would be totally into you. He's moving in a certain way. And you're like, oh, girl, he's doing this. He's doing that. But once he gets you, like, now he fade on you. Right. And, and you know here's, and, and you absolutely right. And, and when I say to that, there's a difference between chasing versus pursuing. Ah. Chasing is, is a game. And it's done with no intentionality, just like you said. But when you're pursuing, that's when you're getting to know them. You're doing it with a purpose. It's with intention of taking it to the next level. So I think people need to be know, know the difference between chasing versus pursuing because you're absolutely right. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, and, that definitely is a difference. Go ahead, Didi. And Adrian, we I think we talked about this last week where we were saying how um guys are like just because you because I guess we were talking about one of my family members and yeah they're gonna say all these things. They sound like they're interested in you. But they're literally, like you said, they're doing all this work just to sleep with you. Mm -hmm. And it literally just it, it happened. It unfolded right in front of our eyes. The guy did all of this work. I mean, I mean, he was laying it on thick. He pulled out all the stops and then he faded. Because mm -hmm. think about this, right? Men, especially men and, and women, too. But, you know, if men brought you around their family, their friends, their people like you meant something. Yeah. Right. You meant something like, oh, wow, he's introducing me to his people. He's bringing me into his circle. 
that meant like you were special. Yeah. Nowadays, it don't. It doesn't have that same preference as it did in the past. Like I would never just bring any girl around my friends, my family. Like I would never do that. Now, if I cared about you and I wanted something with you and we got to that point, then I would. It's guys that I I, I, I have friends that I've met so many of their girlfriends that it's just like, I'll, I'll, I'll see which one stay the test of time because it's just not, no, I'm so serious. It's just not the same. So I've gotten to the point where some of my friends I asked, like, how cool am I, should I get with her? Like, because I don't want to be cool with her. And then a month later, she like, yo, what's up? How you an old girl? Bro, she gone. Right. Okay. Now, now I got to get ready for the next one. You know what I'm saying? And you keep doing that. Like, let me know. So now I have friends that I asked before, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, we having to get together. Oh, I'm bringing such and such. How should I treat her? Should I get cool with her or should I just be <laughs> nice to her? You know what I'm saying? And, which is a difference. Like, should I treat her like someone that's going to be around or, hey, how you doing? Cool. Yep, yep, yep. Or should I actually engage in conversation, get to know her and like vet her for you type situation? Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know if she's going to be here. OK, say less. Hey, how you doing? Cool. I'm over here. Because y'all, Didi, you know how I am anyway. Like, if you, I'm going to ask you, and you tell me, like, yeah. that's how I'm going to be. Hey, I'm not going to be mean, but hey, how you doing? I'm going to keep you at a distance, because yeah. why am I going to do all that? And you ain't going to be here. Like, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. But how see, you now doing? you understand when I tell, look, we have these conversations, and, and, and I say that women, yeah, women are delusional, but this is why, like, they really think a certain way, because women really believe that this guy likes them <clears throat> they really think oh my god he's he, like i slept with him he really likes me because he done pulled out all these stuff he did all these things and it's like no he doesn't like he just did that for this you, you, so have, to keep, <laughs> you have to keep in mind a lot of times people send their representative the first six to eight months mm-hmm. they're going to say the things that you want to hear they're going to do everything that you want them to do in order for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said in in, in in the beginning, while you're dating, courting, take the sex part out of it. Because once you get sex involved, emotions get involved, attachments get involved, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you just dare to hit it and quit it, you're going to have some problems with somebody that done caught feelings for you. Uh-huh. So to eliminate all of that, just take it off the table. Because guess what? One thing I do know, if a guy really, really wants you, he's going to wait. Yep. Yep. Take he it will. off the table. I, yep. I that was that was definitely the changing factor for me when I really wanted to settle down. I took sex off. I personally took sex off the table. I, I just wanted to get to know someone because I realized that sex would skewer your thoughts, right? <clears throat> Think about this, because I could date someone and we know you like, oh, you might have dated them for, you know, five or six dates and been like, this ain't gonna work. You cut it. But say y'all went on three or four dates, y'all had sex. Now that expands out. And now your mind is skewered because mm-hmm. sex might have been good. And, and so you're not really thinking properly. And so now something that might have lasted a month or two months now lasts a year. Because now um, it's seven, eight, nine months before you start to see who yeah. this person really is. And you're like, yo, this ain't going to work. So now you're doing a three-month breakup. 
<laughs> so now you with them an extra three months where if you wouldn't have done that and you just went out with them got to know them you would have realized okay this isn't the person for me and this is the reason why i talk about i'm not spending no money on the first couple of dates y'all think i'm crazy i'm not spending no real money on no first couple of dates until i really like you it's just like sex like okay i like this person all right now we can take it up a little notch you know what I'm saying? But the first three days, I want to be in a place where me and you can sit down, talk, get to know each other. I spend a little money, but I ain't finna take you to roof, Chris. I ain't taking you to Capitol Grill. Now, when I like you, I will. But I, I and I think that and I, and I want to ask you this. Do you think there's ever a time when when guys because I feel like it, that's what it used to be. It used to be a time where guys got past all that they little playing and whatnot. And it's like, all right, I'm ready to settle down. Do you think today's men get to a point where they're ready to settle down? Uh, I think they do. Um, and I, I think I'm a prime example. Uh, I, you know, once, and, and some of us mature a little bit faster than others. And sometimes when you make that right woman, you get that good woman, you make <laughs> get your tail somewhere and sit down. Uh, but it varies. <laughs> she said when. But it varies. <laughs> I got questions too. Uh, my thing is, my I, and and I've shared this with my lady. I, like, I, and I make don't make it a secret. I used to be a ladies' man. The ladies used to love JP, and JP used to love the ladies. And here's the thing: there comes a time where you're gonna get tired of all of the games, all of the BS, all of the drama. And you're going to mature and grow, and you're going to want to get somewhere and sit down. That's about so, 50. When y'all about 50? <laughs> it depends. Everybody different. Because I know some 30-year-olds. Mm. I know some people that got married young at 25, and now 26 years later, they're still together. It's different from every guy. And so mm. they're going to be 79 by then. <laughs> it's different from every guy. But I can honestly say, the last four relationships I've been in, I've done right. And that's over the last 15, 16 years. Mm. But we eventually settle down and we get our mind right. Like okay. I said, the right woman will make you get somewhere inside out, as they say in South Georgia. Mm. Well, <laughs> it happens. It, mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm so okay. <laughs> I, I, we gonna have we gonna have to yeah we gonna have to stay here for a second. All right, because I'm with Didi. I I do feel like there is a point where men want to settle down. Um, but also I do feel like because men are so simple, right? You get to that point, and men typically have a window. And if they don't find it in that window, I feel like a lot of them go back to doing what they used to. And or in that window, they do settle down, but they end up getting hurt. That pushes them out of that window, and then they go back to what they used to. I feel like, personally, men have a window where they're looking for what they're looking for. They want what they want. And if you don't catch them in that window, okay. it might be over for them. Um, I have some friends, good guys. Okay, let me let me let me let me, let me change this. <laughs> when females be like, "Yo, you got some friends," and I'm at that stage in my life, it's like, 
the ones that single you don't want. Like, and not that they're not handsome men, but I, I've just seen the ride with them so many times that I wouldn't personally vouch for them. You know what I'm saying? They they have great things going for them. They make good money. All of that, right? But their 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 circle of life <laughs> when it comes to women, it just seems to be something is always wrong. Now, the men that are settled down, married with family, it's like I, you know what I mean? It's like you run out of that. It's like now you have where it's like your friends are either married or they in them streets. Mm-hmm. It's not really in between once you get to this age. It's either one or the other. Right now, the, so it's like the only way you're gonna catch one of my friends is if something, you know, God forbid, happened to you know their wives or some type of situation. Then it's like, oh, okay, cool. I have one friend right now that I will vouch for. Cool. I know you ain't talking about the one you trying to hook me up with. No, <laughs> um, you, don't, you don't know him. Cause ain't no way. Mm-hmm. You don't know him. Actually, I got. T- no, I think he's taken now. I'm pretty sure he's taken now. So, yes, I have one. That's it. <laughs> where, 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 where do you live? <clears throat> she here. She in South Carolina. Uh, he in Atlanta. I should have told him. To come do out. I know him? Nope. You don't know. I'm good. I, I got. I got who I want. I, I ain't even mad. Um. <laughs> yeah, he in Atlanta. But I, I want to address this comment right here. How come people want to finish product and they're not finished themselves? Mm. Right. Mm. I think for me, uh, and that's actually my cousin that said that everybody's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And everybody, what people fail to realize as your day. You, you continue relationship, life is going to happen. Stuff is going to happen that comes with, you know, without out of control. We can't control certain things. And that's why it's important to keep the lines of communication open and establish that strong foundation of friendship before you go any further because life is going life. Um, I remember seeing on a Tyler Perry uh, play, you need to see people in every season of life. You need to see people when they're happy. You need to see people when they're sad. You need to see people when they're upset. And you need to see people when they're broke because every one of those things will be a tell of how they handled you in a relationship. When it's in a relationship, it intensifies. And when you're married, from what I hear, it's intensified even more. So I think people just need to meet people where they are and give people an opportunity to work on themselves. And, and because, like I said, everybody's constantly evolving. And that's where it comes in from the dating for purpose versus preference. Because uh. if you put a list of preferences that are your, uh, your no-goals, I guarantee you the other person, you can do the same thing. The other person got a list just like you. And for me, it's all about purpose. The preference is good. You know, uh, I just been blessed to be able to have both. But far as me, give me purpose all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. 
Yeah, you, and I, I think you know I, I watch a lot of dating shows, uh, <laughs> just because it's it's mind boggling to hear um, the the requirements that people have, right? And the lack, like Jen said, the lack of self awareness is like, wait a minute, you didn't require any of that before you did all this other stuff, and now you have these high standards that are going to disqualify you, not the people. It's going to disqualify you. Because you don't qualify for the things you're asking for. So um, just that lack of awareness and people not understanding what they, how they show up in the world, how they show up to somebody is so important because you're going to be by yourself if you don't really tap into that to figure out, okay, let me fix some of these things because I'm not perfect. Right. I do have some things to work on and I'm not going to get this completely fully developed and created 666 person that I think I deserve, like uh, with my five kids by five men that I didn't require any of this stuff from. So it's just crazy just to hear how people come up with these, <laughs> this list of preferences that they have. Right. Right. Like, throw the list away. Throw I mean, away. And that's the truth, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's just the truth. We, we want what we want, right? But at the same time, sometimes we don't qualify for what we want. You can't, and, and I'm gonna say this, ladies, and I'm and I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I'm sorry. You can't go out here and live your best life, and then figure out um, now this is what I want and deserve. Yeah, you might have deserved and wanted that previously, you know. But now, after having two deadbeat baby dads that don't take care of their kids, now you want the three sixes. Now you want a guy that doesn't have kids to come in, but accepts you for, and your kids with the three sixes like come on sis like you got to make it make sense like and i'm not saying that you can't get that but to have like i'm not going to be with anybody but that that's the problem when you've never had that when you've never had it and <laughs> you've given yourself to bums wow. you got two bum ass baby daddies and now you want the three sixes that dude that's the three sixes is gonna look at you <laughs> like you crazy <laughs> and that's just the truth right. you know what i'm saying like we have to start being honest with ourselves and as friends y'all gotta be honest with these women uh -huh. as well too and let them know i'm not saying you can't get it but if you don't it's okay like we look at if the guy has two and a half of those things that we just said, you know, a lot of women look at it as loss. It's not a loss. Like you're not, it's stop looking at things as settling. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And on the flip side with that with men, it's the same uh -huh. thing. Like it's not settling. Sometimes guys look at it from a standpoint as well too. Like me, I've always been, I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. I don't care what other people think. Right. I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. You know, it just happened. I got good taste and I'm able to pull what I pull. You feel me? Oh, but this ain't about me. You feel me? This ain't about a dizzle. This ain't about me. This ain't about Mr. GC. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we can't look at it as like a failure or I'm settling because, oh, this guy may come up short or this woman may come up a little short. I don't know where this has come from. I, well, I do. Social media. Social media uh -huh. has played a very, very big part of this, that people think that they deserve 
what they haven't worked for or they haven't sacrificed for mm-hmm. right so now you want this but your lifestyle the things that you bring to the table say something different make it make sense right and it's not settling it's your level that's actually what you qualify for but how did we get to this point I, that's what i'll be trying to figure out where it's like i deserve way above my level right if you were six but you think you deserve a 10. I'm not saying you can't pull a 10. If you happen to do it, that's like hitting the lottery, right? You did it. Great job. You are one of a hundred million, whatever. But you were six and you pull a six. Oh, you, you're not settling. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, ugh, no. What you mean? Ugh. Like, I, I don't know if y'all ever dealt with this, but it's like, I, I got homegirl and homeboys. It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. They cool, you know what I'm saying? They, I, uh, they ain't really my type. And you want to say so bad, motherfucker, you ain't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you okay? Like, stop acting like you're not a 10. Like, that's your level. I but, had a homegirl, like, but, uh, I'm sorry, i say this real quick and then I'll, I'll pass it to you. Had a homegirl. It was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want somebody like him. Who? Him? My homeboy, him? Have you seen what he pulls? Mm. He's not going to be interested in you. Like, you're not his type. All he's going to do is treat you like a toy and move Mm -hmm. on. Like, there's no way he's going to take you serious. Like, this dude bags tens. You're a five on a good day. Jeez. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, I'm gonna pass it to you, Didi. Go ahead. Well, and, and, and this is where the whole Ebony K. Williams conversation comes back into play. Because of her status and her income and her title, she just seems she thinks that she qualifies for this thing. And that's where a lot of women take their stance from. Well, I'm, I make six figures now. I went to school, I got my degree. Now I qualify for a, a higher value man. Like, wait a minute, no, that because those things don't matter to the kind of man that you want. That kind of man doesn't want you. So I, and I, I challenge women all the time, men and women all the time. Look around you. Stop looking at social media. What's the reality? What are your options around you? Social media is making you think you got more options than you have because those are not realistic numbers. You do not have access to those people. Right. And you haven't dated anybody like that. So the qualifiers that are coming into play when it comes to what kind of partner you're going to get are pretty much already set in stone of what you've been getting. It's not going to veer too much further off of what you've already been getting because that's who you are. Unless you've done some serious self-reflection, some serious healing, and you haven't done too much damage to yourself as far as having too many kids and crazy stuff like that, then you're not going to really qualify for anything exponentially different than what you've already qualified. So I don't know, like you said, social media has really ruined people's outlook on what they actually qualify for. Right. So, and and sticking with Ebony K. Williams, so so this is the thing too. 10, 15 years ago, Ebony K. Williams could probably bag just about anybody she wanted, right? That's why she was engaged to who she was engaged to. It's she's almost 40 now. Your your pool is shrinking. Right. Let's like sometimes we just got to be honest. Your pool is shrinking. I get it. You make good money. All of that. 
but was shrinking. At some point, it's not it's not settling. It's looking at okay, this is one I want out of life. This guy has this, this, and this. You know what? He doesn't have this, but he has this, this, and this. Right? Sometimes you're gonna have to take the good and the bad, and 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 we have to stop looking at it as if he doesn't have everything on my list, I'm settling, right? We have to stop looking at that. Like, we have to start looking at relationships in a different lens. It's about building wealth. It's about being with someone that you trust. It's about building with someone that you can be with, that you get along with. We got to start treating this like a business. Love will come. Love is good. You want to be, you want to love. But, like, one thing that I hate, and anybody that knows me, I have a pet peeve. If I'm talking to somebody and they go out with someone and they're like, I just didn't feel that spark. What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what it means. But what does that mean? So, no, tell me about the day. Oh, you know, it was cool. We talked. Conversation was good. But I just didn't feel the spark. What does the spark mean? The butterflies, boy. The butterflies. <laughs> you know what that is? That's, That's lust, my girl. That's lust, my girl. You didn't feel lust. Let me tell you something. Because I done said this multiple times. You haven't heard this, but I'll let you know. Me and my wife went out on the first date. There was absolutely no sparks. I didn't know if I was going to go out with her again. She didn't know if she was going to go out with me again. The date wasn't bad, but it wasn't what we talk about with these old sparks. It was like, okay, I'm going to give it another shot, you know. In my mind, I'm like, eh, nervous. I think she probably felt the same way. We went out a second time, right? It was better than the first. The second time was cool. Once again, I ain't feel no no spark, no no nothing like that. But it was it was better than the first. We went out a third time. You like? She cool. Okay, she cool. I'm dating with intention though. I'm like, she cool. This okay? Okay, I, I like this. This is cool. We went out again, and it was like, okay, yeah, yeah. That first date, you, you one, you don't know if someone is nervous. You don't know what's going on in their mind. It, unless, I always tell people, unless it's absolute trash, <laughs> trash, try it again. It's not about a spark. It's not about, I didn't, butterfly. All of that because you don't know what you could be possibly passing up. And that's from my point of view. That's from her point of view. We wouldn't have known what we could have possibly been passing up. Now, years later, two kids in, married, all of that stuff, if I would have went off of a quote-unquote spark that wasn't there, I mean, she'll tell you, I'll tell you, it was, you know, it was a cool little date, eh, I don't know, I don't know if there's somebody I'm, I could see myself with, possibly, but I'm not trying to sleep with her, I'm taking with intention, I'm trying to get to know whoever I'm going to be with, so it's like, okay, let's go out again, we did and it was better. And ultimately, it got better each time we went out to where I was like, yo. And after three months, I was like, yo, I think this is my wife. So I went from, eh, I don't know if I'm going to go out with her again, to after three months, I called my cousin. And he could tell you, we should bring him on the show. I'm like, cuz, I think I done found the one. He's like, for real? I'm like, I don't know, but I think I have. <laughs> Fast forward, three months, right? 
three months of dating, nine months in, I bought a ring. I bought a ring nine months in. Three months later, a year in, I proposed. So from 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 going out, from hold up, this is meeting her, meeting her. A year later, I proposed. So meeting her, we was talking. We didn't go out on our first date until probably about two two and a half months after meeting each other. Two and a half months after meeting each other, then we went out. It's like eh, I don't know. It was better. It, once again, <laughs> let's let's circle back. We weren't having sex. We were just talking. There was a foundation built there to where it's like, huh, maybe there's something. I don't know. It could be whatever. We talked. We hung out. When we was talking, it was cool. A year after meeting her, proposed. I ain't feel no sparks. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I want some goddamn sparks. No, I'm just <laughs> That, my sister, is the problem. No, that because I don't know if I've ever heard a man saying that he felt sparks though. I don't think did so. She ever, did, have you ever asked her if at any point she started to feel them? Um, I mean, we just talked about from the standpoint of like the first couple of dates just progressively getting better, you know what I'm saying? It was like the first date on my end was like, eh, her on her end is like, I don't know if I'm gonna go out with this dude again. You know, um, we both was like, eh, but we ended up going out again and it, you know, it was better than the first time, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I have to ask her, uh, when did she quote unquote feel, I know she didn't feel sparks at the first date. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, I think I would agree with you on that because you know, I'm spinning the block right now. And when I, um, hey, when, when Nelly, I started, Nelly Ashanti, I hate you. go ahead, go ahead, girl. And when we started ahead, girl. out, I couldn't stand him. Like I didn't like him at all. But he like wouldn't leave me alone. And I'm like, I don't like you like that. Like, I don't feel nothing at all. <laughs> like, I was just like, no, I, no, just no. And it took him, it took him two years for me to even give him my phone number. Just I'm like, I'm not dealing with this guy. Like, leave me alone. And then when we finally went out on a date, well, as when we finally like met up with each other, I was just like, oh, hmm, uh, I don't know. He won't leave me alone. Maybe it's something. But now it was like fireworks all the time and it's been a long time it's been a long time so i think i agree with you because those those initial sparks they fizz out so quick they don't they never last no yeah. I, I i'm telling you i feel like it's more of a lust thing where you know it's more of attraction and lust of how ooh, we how they make you feel you know da, 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 da. but it's like there's no depth to it and right. every now and then you get lucky to where there is depth to it but I feel like that doesn't happen all the time. We see it play out on TV all the time where these people meet and they looking at them like, oh, my God, I'm so infatuated with them, blah, 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 blah. They blow their back out. Two weeks later, they crying on TV. Oh, God, I can't believe this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. On them little love shows. We see it. Right. So, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. That's my thing. If you if you date with intention, I think that you will know, right? I don't feel like there will be this thing of, like dating with intention, dating someone for five, six, seven months without having some type of understanding of where this thing is going. You know, so I, I be honest, ladies, I'm here to tell you, if a guy's dating you for a year and he don't know where y'all going, okay. Right. 
right. think most guys will tell you, <laughs> they'll tell you, a guy knows what he see you as after five or six months. I agree. He know if, if, if he's dating you within, you know, the intent of it being more or, eh, you know, see for right now until I find something else. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to move to our question of the week, mm. ladies and gentlemen. What do women consider to be a good date? Mm. I'm here. Here it is. <laughs> One, why I ain't got to spend my money? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's, it, as long as the conversation is flowing effortlessly, like we can just talk about anything. I don't really care too much about where we're going, as long as they're in the hood and I'm safe. I just want to have a good conversation and really get to know each other. But I don't want to have to take my gun. Hold up, Didi. I got to check you. <laughs> what? Because you talked about me so bad. You probably deserved it, but what did I say? When I said getting some ice cream and a walk in the park. No, I didn't. I said I like I said I like those kind of days. That wasn't me who said that. Didi. No, it's not. Hey, Drina, don't I always say don't spend money on no date. You need to take her for ice cream and coffee. I don't I, remember. I don't remember. Exactly. Her say I don't remember, Drina. No, I'm no, saying I don't remember her disagreeing with you. I got a son. I'm always for not spending money on the first date like that for women. Adrian, that wasn't me. Sorry, wrong girl. Okay. I even asked my celebrity crush out on a smoothie date. So what are you talking about? Okay. All right. I'm gonna let you make it. No, go back and watch the episodes. Because you, cause you said, because I said that, and you was like, outside? Like, I ain't trying to be outside. No, I don't, like, I don't like being outside. I'm not an outside girl. Well, that's what I'm saying. You get ice cream and walk in the park. I didn't say anything about, I said, I personally don't like being outside because I don't like bugs. I didn't say, me and you couldn't, I'm not going on a date with you. The person that I'm going no, I was on a date saying, with that's is going to know that's, that I don't like going outside That's a problem for that day. The person that I'm going to date is going to know that I don't like being outside. Mm-hmm. So why are we plan a date for me to go outside? And that actually coincides with the P and the twelve P's of day. planning and punctuality. You got to you got to have a plan in place. You have to know that person, and that's why it's very important that you had a dialogue with each other. So he'll know that you don't like bugs. You don't know you go outside. So we guess what? We're not going fishing. Hell We're going to do something inside, <laughs> something that, that makes you comfortable because you're apt to be more comfortable if you feel safe. So that's actually two of the P's, uh, the planning and the punctuality, because you got to be on time. Absolutely. I'm big on that. Yeah, mine is, if he's inviting me out, he has to plan it. And I pretty much, whatever he wants to do. Um and good conversation. And as long as I just don't want it to be a dry conversation. It needs to be a conversation that flows. We're not going bike ride if you can't ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't take me outside. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't be mad. Bougie Didi. Bougie Didi. I'm a city girl. I don't like being outside. Bougie Didi here. Unless I'm working out, then the workout calls for me to be outside. but. Nope. But look, most women, 
most women will say the conversation, good vibe, good conversation. It, it is so, to me, it's so frustrating for like somebody to say they want to like take you on a date and then be like, okay, what you want to do? No, Ooh. I don't want to plan it. Ooh. I don't oh. want to go with it. But that, that's why he has to have the line of communication open so he would know how to plan the date. It is very important because the goal of the first date is to try to get a second one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And when you're dealing with a grown man, that's easy. They got it. Like, they just come on, just be ready. First just off. You're not planning nothing for nothing that I'm spending my money on. And we ain't like, you ain't my girl, my wife, <laughs> none of that. Like, first off, because if, if, hey, ladies, here's some game. The next time a dude do tell you that, like, oh, what you want to do? Run the bill up. Tell him you want to go to Capitol Grill. Tell him you want to go to Roof Chris. Tell him you want to do something like that. Like, no, get, get off your lazy tail and plan the date, bro. Like, Plan a date. This your money. You spending the bread on it. You taking care of her. You pursuing her. Like, when did this change? If I wanted a girl, like, yo, no, I'm planning the date. Look, I'm I'm coming to you. I'm stepping to you. I want your time. So, hey, excuse me, miss. What's your name? Da -da 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 -da. We talk about it. Exchange pleasantries, all of that. Can I take you out? I'm going to plan a date. You know, what are some of the things that you like? What are some of the things that you don't like? Are you allergic to anything? Right. Okay, cool. So now I get the basis of what it is. I got you. I'm a plan a date. I need you to be at such and such spot at eight o'clock. Let's hit it. I'm not finna. You know. You know what? <laughs> okay, cool. What you want to do? No, I'm gonna ask you what you like and what you don't like, so that way I can put in my mind because I'm spending the bread. Like you just need to show up, look, look fly, look good, look flying good, and let's do this. You, you said you said when did this change? It changed when women started proposing to men. Mm. Well, I'm gonna shut up on that. Not one. Adrian. Not only would they tell, good. not only would they ask, ask you what you want to do, if you if they if you suggest something, they'd be like, Nah, I don't want to do that. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't <laughs> even go with them. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't even go with them. I would block their number. I wouldn't even talk to them. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Let me even talk to them no more. Right. Cause I'm gonna ask, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause one, like, like what Dee saying, okay, are you outdoorsy? Do you like to play games? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Are you competitive? You like to play games? You know, what do you like to eat? What do you don't like to eat? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask all of those questions because in my mind, I might be like, yo, let's just hit some Dave and Busters or let's go bowling or whatever. But if you like, that's not what you like to do. I like that. Then, but but nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah, I'm competitive. I like to play games. Oh, poo. How you like? You like ball? Let's get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. Okay, I'm not gonna take you to a Italian restaurant and you tell me you don't like Italian food. Like that's crazy. Why would I do that? Um, I, I just I, I think that too. Men are lazy, and I think women have made it easy for men to uh -huh. be lazy. Gotta you know, gotta take a little responsibility for that too. But that's where the vetting process comes in. Right. Because yep. why would I even be entertaining you if we even get to that? Like, I'm not even <clears> talking <throat> to you no more. You can't even plan a date. Like, this is stupid. Why would I plan a life with you? Get out of here. Right. This is crazy. <laughs> and that's just basic initial conversation without even going out on a date. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Collecting data. Right. I ain't got listen. I'm not. I'm not tussling with nobody's son about basic stuff. Right. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Like no, this is stupid. This should be easy. Mm. We trying to go have fun, and we just made it a whole ordeal. Next. Mm-mm. All right. So listen, I got some. Qu- I got a question for the ladies, and then I'm gonna ask the fellas after I ask the ladies this, because I'm really curious to hear how y'all rank these. <laughs> so ladies from one to four in the order of importance I need y'all to rank these sex protection provision and security how do you rank these things from your for a man that you want to be with marry whatever how do you rank these things in a relationship mm. what's, what's your order dream so I mm. feel like security Yo, I feel like security and protection are like one and the same they're not Okay. Protection is like um Safe. protection is like uh intern, like he's protecting you internally, like from the inside. You feel safe with him. Security is he's protecting you from something happening to you on the outside, external. Okay. So then I will go security, protection, sex, and then provision. Mm. Okay. Okay. Did it? Um, I will go protection, security, provision, and sex. Mm. Wow. Okay. Hmm. And guess what? Protection is one of the 12 P's. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So everybody so far is saying sex is last. It wasn't last for me. It was second to last. <laughs> oh, what was last for you? Which one was last? Provision. Provision was last for you. Okay. Provision was last. Okay. Sex, sex lasts for her. She likes security. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's important, but I think I think when you love somebody, the sex is just gonna be good anyway. I don't. I don't think that's that important. Like yeah. you can make that happen. Add bonus. That is true. Yeah. Just last out of those four. I ain't mad at you, Jim. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And for me, protection is so important. And I'm not just talking about feeling physically safe with somebody. Being emotionally safe is like one of the most important things for me. Like if I can't feel vulnerable with you, if I can't share things with you, if I can't feel safe with you in that way, it is a complete deal breaker for me. Right. Hmm. Okay. Two, four, three, one. What she got to? I ain't Okay. Okay. So she say protection, security, provision, sex. All right. Okay. Well, Russell, I don't really agree with that because I've been with guys that can fight and they can protect me in the club. But if <laughs> I try to come be vulnerable with them, <laughs> I'm not safe with them at all when it comes to my emotions whatsoever. Very true. It's very, very true. Right. I whenever so whenever I first saw it, I was thinking as far as security, kind of like what she's thinking. I was like, those to me are the same thing. But I understand what <clears> you're <throat> saying. And so once since you explained it to me, then yeah, both of those things would be at the top of my list. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, All right, fellas. Now it's your turn. 
Let's hear what the business is. How do y'all rank these one to four in order of importance? Sex, education, cooperation, and appearance from mm. this significant other. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> right, you like, mm, that's mm. <laughs> Okay. All right, give me a second. Uh -uh. Let me, let me. Um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, say, okay. Jen, look at what Jen. is wrong with Jen? <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, Jen, you are cutting up. All right, oh, that is hilarious. Okay, I got mine. You, you ain't got yours yet. If you ain't got yours, I'll let you think about it. I got mine. All right. Respect's not on the list. So. All right, I got uh cooperation, mm -hmm. then sex, mm -hmm. then appearance, mm -hmm. then education. For me, it's uh cooperation, four appearance, two education because everybody that got doctoral degrees don't have common sense. And sex will be the last. Mm, I need that. Because I know a lot of educated folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't care about your education. Right. I need yeah. that good sex. And, and I, I, I picked these on purpose, <laughs> especially for the men on purpose, because I wanted women to see how unimportant education is to men. I knew education was going to be the bottom. <laughs> but women put that high on their list when they right. think that's what men want. Uh, who? Hey, I ain't say that. No, he ain't. Somebody said, no, they ain't say sex. Nah, that's brother. number two. <laughs> number two? What you if talking Fred, about? If Fred has sex as number three, oh, Lee, my bad. He got his name as Lee Malo. I know him. My bad. Mm, number two. I need that cooperation first. Then I need them drizzles. <laughs> Jen, are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Cedric said cooperation. Oh, he got it last. Education sex. Okay, so. he got it last. Yeah. To me, this no, is no, for most men, cooperation is probably going to be number one. I would assume that cooperation will be number one. Yeah. Um, Little boys want a preview. Grown men want somebody that, that's going to be What's the preview? What that mean? I don't know what that means. Test drive. Test no. sex. For sex. Huh? What? She huh? said for most sex is going to be number one. They want the preview. No, because that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the... That's grown man and little boys. Yeah. As a man. As a man Absolutely. I need cooperation because if we can't get along, I don't care how good the sex is. It's, I got to leave you. <laughs> In this stage of my life, I'm all about peace. Mm -hmm. Say so you've been married for 26 years. Sex used to be number one. Lord said you were cutting up 26 years ago. Lord, <laughs> your wife probably happy she getting the break. My goodness. <laughs> All right, y'all, I got one more topic to cover before we get up out of here. Because we right. often talk about deal breakers and relationships. What are your friendship deal breakers? Do you have friendship deal breakers? 
Yeah, I got a bunch of them. <laughs> what? Let's hear. Let's hear the deal breakers. I mean, as a man, like, so for me, I guess because the stage of life that I'm in, if I can't talk to you open and honestly, then that's a deal breaker for me. Meaning, like, if if me and you, if first off, if if I have a friend and we don't know what each other do, you ain't my friend. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what nobody say. Like, we not friends. Like, we not. We associates. Mm -hmm. If we can't talk about bread, we can't talk about money. Before we even get into anything else, if we can't talk about how we could possibly build together, grow together, we automatically, you an associate. So mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know, if anybody watching this, if me and you don't talk about any type of money or the possibility of getting money or we ain't working together, we associates. I'm, I'm going to just throw that out there right now. We cool. My friends is people that want to see me do great. But mm -hmm. also, we aid in each other and try to figure out how we can add value to each other's lives and, and, and help their families grow, first first off and foremost. That's another, that's a situation that I feel like, especially in our community, that's missing. So if I'm talking to somebody and money makes them uncomfortable, mm -hmm. we just going to be cool. Like, we're not going to be friends. Um, then, of course, there's the, the, the loyalty factor. Y'all know how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm riding with my friends, whether they right or wrong. Yes, you know, I'm going to let you know if you're wrong, but I'm never going to out you in front of a whole bunch of people because we friends. You my friend. I'm riding with you. You wrong. At that moment, you could be wrong, but I'm going to be wrong with you. But I'm going to tell you afterwards. All right. You know, you messed up, right? Like, you know, that wasn't cool what you did, but you my dog. So I, I had to ride with you. But you know, right. that wasn't cool. We, uh -huh. we need to fix that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Right. Um somebody that if something happened to me they're gonna look out for mine right mm. and vice versa if something happened to y'all i'm gonna look out for y'all kids like mm -hmm. i'm gonna be right there i'm gonna make sure they straight even if they don't know me like that mm -hmm. and, and i gotta send it to your sisters your 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 mamas your your cut whoever i need to send something to to make sure that they straight i'm gonna do that and i would hope mm -hmm. that my friends would do that for me if something was happening to me mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like if, if you in my life, like I rock with you, like I don't, I don't know that like in between. If I'm letting you in my circle, you know my family uh, details. Uh. I rock with you. If you not that, that's cool. Like we cool, but yeah. I take this serious. You know what I'm saying? I want to grow with you. I want to be great with you. I want if something falls off my lap, I can have an opportunity, uh, a job, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, some people trying to do business. Maybe I'm if my plate full right now. The first thing I'm doing, I'm looking at my friends like, yo, this person looking at X, Y, and Z. I'm kind of full right now. But how let my friend? I'm I'm gonna recommend you for that. Like, I'm not I'm not one. I'm not competing with my friends. Right. So if you competing with me, we ain't friends. Sorry, we not friends right. because right. I want my friends to eat. I want you to get a fat belly, eat as much as you possibly can. You know what I'm saying? I'm not competing with you. I don't look at my friends as also, too, like, if you get more than me, you're just inspiring me. Like, right. I'm not jealous. I'm not right. a jealous friend. Yeah. I want you to be fat, full, great. Pass some residuals on to me. You know what I'm saying? Let me ride your coattail a little bit. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Some people look at it different, like, you got to compete. You know, 
there's so much out here for us. We great. We're going to be great together. We're going to grow together. We're going to help each other out. Y'all know if y'all have asked me anything about, you know, stocks, any of that type of stuff, I'm going to be like, yo, this is what it is. This is what that means. Boo, boo, boo. I'm going to give you the game that I got. That's what I'm going to do with me and my friends. Like, you ask me a question. If I know it, you know it. Point blank, period. Like, I hate that. Like, how the fuck we going to be friends? We in the same circle. And I got to go outside the circle to get some info that you know. That's Uh, crazy to me. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. So, yeah, we, we, yeah. If you, if you my friend, like, you my friend. I rock with you. We good. I'm going to take care of you. Hopefully, you're going to take care of me simple that's what i rock with that ain't you you ain't my friend drain what you got definitely um i like to be a unified front with my friends like adrian said i'm a rock with you but i'm gonna tell you when you wrong <laughs> um that's one of the that's like a the biggest pet peeve for me for somebody to come in on the outside and be like oh well this is what she said and i'm like what? Um, huh. I didn't know. I didn't know that's what was on. Okay, so now I gotta hold in my being shocked to this person, so they don't think they got one up on me and my friend. I can't stand it. Um, uh, just being there for each other and also understanding that we're grown, we got lives, and I can't be with you all the time, talking to you all the time, going out. I can't do all of those things, and then also. Friends that understand you have to, you have certain friends that want to do certain things. I had one friend, we've been friends since elementary school, and then it came to a point where she got upset because, you know, she just had to realize I'm not the going out friend no more. Like, I don't want to go out every weekend. I don't want to do that all the time. What if, if it's your birthday, something like that, I'm going to rock with you, but I don't want to be going out all the time. So she found her tribe of people to do that with, and, you know, our relationship was better for it. Um, the, I feel like, uh, just reciprocating like the energy, like if I put into you that you put in the same, uh, for me and then just being up for each other and trying to uplift one another and being honest with each other, like when we're wrong about stuff and not even in like a putting it in your face kind of way, but like trying to make you or me see like from a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. How things could be handled differently. Yeah. Yeah. Those are mine. What about you, John? For me, I'm big on loyalty. Uh, have my back when I'm not in the room. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm big on reciprocation too, because I'm one of the guys that's ride or die. Uh, like you said, you know, I'm if we out. And I'm like, I'm riding with you. But when we get together, I'm like, hey, bro, you know you were wrong and out of pocket. Um, and I'm also big on not holding each other accountable. Because mm-hmm. if you're a friend, we should be holding each other accountable because that means that we're growing together. Uh, so if you're not going to hold me accountable, I, I just can't rock with you. Because even though at my age now, I still make a mistake. I still slip up. And I need you to be there to be like, JP, you out of pocket and you were wrong. Mm-hmm. But loyalty, accountability, those are must for me. Absolutely. I agree. Um, y'all said all of the ones I think that are very important. Um, one big thing for me, and I keep running into this, but being authentic. Don't be fake with me. Right. Um, 
Adrian and Dream, y'all both watch uh, one of my friendships unfold and go to shit right in front of our eyes. Um, one of the females that I was really close with, we had her on the show. I won't say her name. And we also had her husband on the show. Um, and that caused such a ripple that I'm no longer friends with her. Um, and just to see that the way that she felt about me to come out that way was it, it was mind boggling because I just didn't know that she felt that way about me. So don't be fake with me. If you don't like me, just leave me like stay away from me. It's cool. Like I don't need you to be around me, but don't use me for anything. Um, right. Be authentic because I'm going to always be me 1000% no matter who I'm around. I haven't changed since damn high school as far as my personality. That's just who I am. Right. I try to make everybody feel as comfortable as possible. And I try to help people as much as I can. Um, but be real. I, I can't stand fake people at all. I don't need you to sugarcoat nothing for me. I'm grown. I can handle whatever you got coming towards me. But don't use a situation that comes up to to like lash out at me of something that you've been wanting to say to me the whole time. That I can't handle stuff like that because you'll never talk to me again. I am that chick that will literally stop talking to you forever. Y'all see me do it. I will cut you off. I'll never talk to you again. Um, so yeah, but that loyalty, of course, you know, that's, that's huge. Um, being honest, being transparent and, um, being, uh, just being kind, being a good person. I, I can't, I, I don't want to go nowhere with nobody who's not kind. I'm not going to public with you. If you just being mean to the service workers, people like, I, I can't, I, I don't want to be around you. Those kind of people can't even be in my circle. So just be kind to people because you just don't know who you're entertaining. You don't know what people are going through. But just being kind is just is huge for me. And when it comes to my being my friend. But uh, that's all that I have for the day. Do y'all have anything else? Because this is the point of the um, show where we talk about what we got coming up, um, promote anything that we have going on, and tell the people you know where we can where they can follow you, or if you want to promote anything, your book, how they can get it. And all that goodness, gracious stuff. We'll I have one question about the book. I uh -oh. thought about it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Out of the, you said 12 P's. Mm -hmm. What, if you had to tell somebody, what would be the top three P's that you feel like are the most important? Mm -hmm. Good question. Purpose, prayer, and priority. Purpose, prayer, and priority. Those, to me, uh, are the main three. Because at the end of the day, for me, I don't move until I hear from God. And you have to use him to navigate yourself through these things. And if you listen to, here's the thing. You have to have a prayer life. You have to have a relationship with God. And the person that you're with has to have a relationship with God. Because life is going to come at you and you have to have that solid foundation. So prayer is big for me. Purpose is big for me because if we're doing purpose and doing life together, that's all the more better. And you have to make that personal priority. Mm -hmm. I know everybody gets busy. You know, you know, if Barack Obama can text Michelle Obama, he loves her. And he's probably one of the most busiest jokers in America. You still can make time for your significant other. So definitely prayer, purpose, and priority. Mm. 
Well, it looks like I'll be single forever. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, God. Let me stop. That was good. Good question, Dream. Yeah. Good question. Okay. Well, John, where can people find the book? Because I'm sure now everybody she said keep up alive. <laughs> what is Jen doing over there? Jen over there again. She got that wine. She drink a wine, I'm telling you. Where can Twitter we find the book? Dating can be found on Amazon. Um, or they can reach out to me, the johnporterexperience.com, or you can reach me on Facebook, or you can uh at John Porter. You can follow me on Instagram at the 12 P's, the book, or JP underscore Grimace Q to order your copy of the book. But it is on Amazon. Make sure you get this book. I promise you it's going to bless your socks off. And it's going to help you navigate through this thing called dating in the 21st century. And I just want to thank you all so much for having me on the show. This was fun. You are so it was welcome. fun. You are so, we really appreciate you coming. We, I mean, this was a, an amazing show. We learned so much and we thank you for the insight. I'm probably still going to be single forever, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> if I get married, I'm going to invite you to the wedding, okay? <laughs> like what? Look at that. She, she purchasing now. I know that's right. What you got coming <laughs> up, Drina? Well, first well, of all, Drina, I saw, hold on. I saw you were looking cute this week. Whoop, whoop. Where was your wedding this oh, week? I actually went to Mobile. I got invited to the Omega Ball. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Adrian, I went to the Capital Ball and Mardi Gras. I went to the Capital Ball and Mardi Gras time, Adrian. <laughs> but um, I had a lot of fun. A lot of, if you're not from the coast, people don't know that there is a beef between New Orleans and Mobile about Mardi Gras history, Mardi Gras yeah. history and all of that. So they both partake in it, but it's very, very, very different. Um, this is my first time going to a ball in Mobile. And when I say they had a line dance for every song that came out, I was like, where did they learn these dances at? They had one for Never Too Much by Luther. They had one for Jamaican Funk. They had one for every song. And I mean, everybody was on the dance floor doing it. <laughs> and I was like, hold up, what where they found this at? But anyway, I had a really good time. It was a blast. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Why is there a beef? I mean, everybody that knows Mardi Gras, Mobile, you know, has the longer history, right? But yes. New Orleans has just did it bigger and better. I mean, right. yeah. just what it is. I agree, but the people in Mobile, when I hear like their second line music, it sounds like sad. <laughs> <laughs> it don't sound oh. like what I'm used to. It don't, it don't sound like what I'm used to. <laughs> but um, so what I'm have going on is my daughter, she, you know, getting ready for graduation and all of that. And Sunday is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yes. But yeah, that's what I got going on. What you got, Adrian? So, um, yeah, I got a couple things going on, you know, of course, with the businessman. Y'all don't know, gentlemanscouncil.com. So I have, you know, officially been registered as, you know, uh, 
uh, Service Connected Minority Veteran Business by SBA. I actually found out today, so I'm okay. good there on my paperwork. So getting all my little quote unquote certifications together, um, right. you know, as I meet with government agencies to, you know, to really, really build and, and grow um, in that arena. So coaching, man, starting to get that together and my training processes and building programs, um, you know, doing my thing, man, on that that front. So meeting with a few clients and hopefully we're going to be doing business, you know, here super, super soon. Um, and, you know, happy Mother's Day uh, to my wife, you know, but also to all the mothers out here. Um, you know, it's going to be beautiful. Um, I have a nephew. Well, actually, he's not my nephew. He's the same age as my nephew, but um, he's actually graduating from Penn, University of Penn, not Penn State, University of Penn, Ivy um this weekend so um i'll be meeting some of my family um in philly so i'll be probably going you to philly this weekend? yep um hit well the graduation is actually sunday or monday i think it's mm. sunday or monday but i'll be going up saturday to philly so um you know i have a you know family up there so i'm gonna come philly and kind of kick it with them hang out you know probably go get some cheese steaks or something you feel me um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know if I'm gonna do Luke's or something, but yeah, I, I like Luke's. I, I know everybody had they um, cheese steaks that they like. Um, I like Luke's, but uh, I'm open. If y'all have any comments, tell me where to go. I'll Max's. Go. You said Max's. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll check out Max's. I'll see what's good there. Um, so yeah, man. But uh, just you know, handling business, man. I feel like you know everybody has their season you know i feel like i'm in my season and um it just feels good because you know before you just kind of feel like you moving and you handling business but i feel like this is my season to really turn the needle you know we kind of talk about finances and money um i feel like i'm being blessed so yeah man yeah hey, so, yeah. hey, hey that's what's up so um Y'all know I always got way too much going on. I need to take a nap. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm but uh, first, let me give a shout out to Sanctuary Life Outreach uh, Center, who allowed me to come and speak about fitness and health and nutrition this past Sunday for their 14th church anniversary. I had so much fun. It was amazing. And um, yeah, great, great, great environment, welcoming people. And I will be transparent. Normally when I go to a church, I'm not, it's not very welcoming for me. Just saying, I don't know why, just not, but whatever. That church was amazing. So I had a good time there. Um, I was also in Atlanta this past weekend for uh, Jam for Peace. It was um, like a, a fundraising event for the community of Forest Park, Georgia, where they're trying to stop the violence and all the killings of all the young black men out there. So they um, collaborated with the local police department the local funeral homes and uh, pastors and churches and all that. So they had like all these entertainers and stuff performing there. So it was an amazing event. The kids had a good time. So I was there to support that. This weekend, I'll be home. I'll be in Philly as well, Adrian. I'll be the uh, guest speaker at the Entrepreneur and Future Entrepreneur Sneaker Ball. So if you haven't gotten your tickets and you're from my city, you're related to me or you're closely related or you look like me or you want to look like me or whatever, and you ain't got your ticket yet, you need to get your ticket and come to the uh, event. It's gonna be, we're gonna have fun. We're giving out, giving away um, a small business grant. So 10% of the proceeds are going to that grant. Also giving away a cash prize for the best dressed male, female, and couple. And we got um, free food buffet, 
bar, hookah, DJ. We got two performers. It's going to be a great event. And I'm going to be speaking about some entrepreneurial stuff and, you know, just giving out some gems and stuff for people to help them if they're on their journey to be an entrepreneur or if they already have a business. Maybe I can help them get some business credit or just dropping some gems on them if you need some help. Uh, what else we got? Um, I think on June 20th, I might be back in Atlanta. I'm not sure yet for the Chris Lowe experience. Um, he's an artist, up and coming rapper out of Atlanta. He's originally from Montgomery, Alabama. If you haven't heard his music, check it out. Um, he's a conscious rapper, kind of like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. Um, he has a movement called Make Rap Great Again. So he's a real lyricist. He's an engineer. He's a producer. He's just an amazing artist and an amazing talent. So they're trying to get me on board to manage him. Y'all know I'm traumatized, so I don't know yet. But <laughs> I am supporting him and pushing his music, helping him out a little bit. So I'll decide if I'm going to jump on board with him or not. Um, what else I got? Uh, June 3rd, I will be at, I'll be in, um, I can't remember the part of Georgia, it's right outside of Atlanta, but for Rick Ross car show. So I'll be there to, uh, network, meet some people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I'm always doing something. And then I have the Ebony Fit Week. Y'all know that's my thing. Ebony Fit Week, they travel all across the country, fitness enthusiasts. So I'll be in Atlanta on June I don't remember, y'all. It's one of these dates. But I'll be in Atlanta one of them dates for that, uh, working out with the fitness guru. And then I'll be back in Philly again June 18th for Juneteenth um, as one of the sponsors for the Juneteenth celebration that's happening in Bristol, Pennsylvania, my hometown. So if you're in the area, come check it out. Come to uh, talk to me. I might help you get in shape. I don't know. I'll think about it. But, uh, you know, somehow, oh, oh uh, I got something for us to talk next. talk about next week. Um, I'm going to do it. You remember what we did a, a while back, talk about the shows, about me actually getting a vasectomy. Um, I'm going to do it. Now you want to do it? Yes. Now you don't want to do like, be like Robert De Niro? Nah, man. It's over. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day gift to Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for letting Daniel deter you from getting oh, yeah. it. He's the reason why you didn't get it. Yeah, Daniel. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. Ebony Fit Week, is that the one last year when you made them folks mad when you walked in that room with them pants on? <laughs> Remember that when they said something about how can you say you walk in? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you had the post and you came in. And you oh, no, 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 that's it. That's private Crash University. No, um, every oh, okay. one I just went to Houston, I was in Houston for. So now okay. I'm going to Atlanta. Now, this is where I worked out. I did three one hour workouts. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I yeah. almost died. Yeah, I, I I was smart this time. I only signed up for one, one class. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and then an update Philly up 115, 103 with, well, no, game over. 115, 103, okay. Philly wins. Yes, that's what's up. All right, y'all know we got to cut it at an hour. We too, we got two minutes left. So we appreciate y'all for being in the comments. Thank you again, John, for coming. Um, we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Um, if y'all want to donate to the Breaking Bears podcast, y'all see all that stuff cross, scrolling across the bottom. Um, if you got any type of uh, any type of content you want us to share, talk about topics, if you want to come on the show, let us know. Check us out on Black with No Chaser Radio. Download the app. You'll hear us. If you didn't get to hear the whole show, the audio will be up tomorrow. Um, and we'll see y'all next week.